Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, July 15th. Uh, if you detect a little excitement in my voice, oh, boys and girls, your boy played an awesome game. Series of games to pick up basketball. I know that's why you're listening to the podcast. I was on fire from deep. Straight Fire on fire. Ha <laughs> ha. See? See what I did there? Um... I played some pickup basketball Wednesday. It was incredible. And then, you know, I went to watch the NBA Finals game, and I was expecting Chris Paul to play, you know, big game. I mean, he's such a such a point god, G-A-W-D, all these guys slurping Chris Paul for weeks. Listen, I didn't expect Chris Paul to vomit all over himself, basically soil his pants in front of America, and the Suns lost the game in the final minute, did not cover, might have lost the series, and holy hell, we're going to that game shortly. But, I do want to mention that uh, we have a great guest today, my guy Ben Verlander, former MLB player, uh, brother of Justin Verlander. Ben Verlander works with me at Fox Sports. He's a Twitch star. He met Otani at the All-Star Game. Pretty exciting week for Ben Verlander. I think you guys are going to love this. Baseball fans will love it. And then, like, 
you know, fans of good stories are going to love it because he talks a lot about his baseball career, how he was a pitcher and hitter, and he wanted to do that forever, and then he realized he stopped doing one and then just popped big time as a prospect. Interesting stuff. I think if you have young kids who like sports and want to do multiple positions in sports, uh, you definitely should check it out. Ben Verlander, great guy. But uh, before we get to the NBA Finals, I just need to give one of these quick little, like, I'm not going to go after Richard Sherman. I'm not really going to talk about his arrest. It sounds like, and again, just based off multiple reports, that Richard Sherman's not in a good place. And it sounds like he needs help. The 911 call is extremely dark. Uh, I, I, I know what the, you know, the headlines say about Richard Sherman's arrest, but it's, if you listen to the 911 call, you listen to what, um, you know, his family's saying, like, Sherman's in a dark place. There's mention of suicide. I don't know if it has to do with, you know, his football career may have come to an end. Um, I'm sure some people in some corners will mention CTE. We just don't know enough, so I'm not going to talk about it. I have a checkered history with Richard Sherman. You guys know he blocked me on Twitter several years ago after I was critical. Um, it was fair criticism. Uh, but he has a trigger finger to block, so I totally get that. Um, obviously, I thought the Jets could use him when Salah was hired, but uh, serious, that didn't materialize. So um, I don't know. Here we are. Richard Sherman uh, needs some help. All right, let's get to NBA Finals. You know, I've, I, initially I picked the Suns in four because we thought Giannis wouldn't play. And I said, um, Giannis might play. He'll be okay. Suns in five. And it's weird. Giannis wasn't the story. In game four, he had 26 and 14, and he had maybe the best NBA Finals block since LeBron's chase down of Andre Iguodala. Just a tremendous play by Giannis. The story, of course, is Chris Middleton for the Bucks had 40 on 33 shots. If you remember, I bet on Middleton in game three. I thought he bounced back at home. Guy basically urinates down his leg. And I said, I'm done with Middleton. I'm done with him. We'll not bet on his overs, nothing. So what does he do? He drops a 40-piece on the Suns. And he was really good. But what hurt in this game was you got 42 from D-Book. You got nothing from Chris Paul. Okay? I'm just sick of hearing that Chris Paul is the greatest point guard ever. Can we stop getting excited that he shredded the Nuggets back up backcourt? Can we stop getting excited the Suns beat the Lakers after AD went down? Can we chill with Chris Paul is the greatest ever? Look what he did to the Clippers in game six, the closeout. He was amazing. Yeah, he was good. They were not, they, the Clippers didn't have Kawhi. Now the Bucks are healthy, and the trend lines are very clear for Chris Paul in this series. He's old, 36 years old, and the guy's wearing down. Chris Paul is... Started out, you remember, he had 41 against the Clippers in the closeout. Started out this series. Are you ready? 32-9. and nine. Awesome performance. Game two, very, very good. 23-8. and eight. But I saw, that was the game Torrey Craig got hurt. You could tell Chris Paul played a lot of minutes. Aiton played a lot of minutes. Booker, all three of them were over 40. You knew regression was coming. Chris Paul in game three, down to 19 points, his lowest. So he went 32-23-19. And in game four, the game they needed, if the Suns wanted to wrap this up at home in game five, they needed Chris Paul to step up. Chris Paul had 10 points. Had his worst shooting game, I believe, of the playoffs. He was awful. Five of 13. Did not make a three-pointer. 
Uh, I'm sorry, no, against the Clippers in his second game back, he shot six of 22. He was he was terrible in that. He was terrible in a couple Clippers games. Um, he was great against the Nuggets, but let's be real. Chris Paul maybe is tired, but he had five turnovers, including a brutal cough-up in the final minute. Um, listen, Chris Paul, five buckets, five turnovers. He's the reason the Suns choked that lead away, okay? I mean, I could go deeper and say, well, Giannis was incredible blocking Aiton. Uh, that was just a phenomenal play. I do need to point this out. And Rob G, uh, listen, I, maybe I'm salty because I, I had the Suns plus five and they lost by six in a game they were covering for 47 and a half minutes out of 48. Um, DeAndre Ayton has been a bellwether in this series. When he gets going, the Suns roll. When DeAndre Ayton is kind of contained or is in foul trouble like last game, the Suns aren't winning. DeAndre Ayton had six points at halftime. He finished with six points. I, 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 I don't, Monty Williams, what are we doing here, dude? Six points for DeAndre Ayton. Zero baskets in the second half. He did have 17 boards, five assists, but you can't just say, Devin Booker, take us home, okay? Devin Booker's never been in the playoffs before this year. He's been awesome. He's a great player. But without a doubt, the Phoenix Suns' lack of bench. Uh, Torrey Craig looked okay. Cameron Johnson, okay. He had 10 points, but it was ultimately a minus nine. Campaign, like, they shortened it. Uh, Frank the Tank did not play. As, I mean, I've been, you know, screaming, you can't play the guy. Um, it, it was just, listen, uh, it was a rough one. Uh, it's Suns' bench. Okay, you ready for this? Pat Connaughton had a nice game off the Suns' bench. I, I, I just... Everybody's hitting. When, hold on. How do you friggin' lose this game? On the road. When Drew Holiday goes four for 20. And you still can't win? Four for 20. Do, people, do you understand how bad Drew Holiday's been in the series? This is the guy they got specifically to win the title. And Drew Holiday has pretty much been awful. And the Suns cannot take advantage. I, I, folks, I don't... I feel real... If you remember... After game two, I, I really said this, and I should have stuck with it. I felt like the Bucks are coming back. I knew they would. I, I just saw some, can I say chinks in the armor? Is that like not a politically correct thing? Like, I could see weaknesses forming, and I could see, you know, obviously Giannis is going to get better. You know Middleton was not going to stay awful forever. But, folks, I mean... Drew Holiday is giving them nothing, and they're tied 2-2. Now, the Suns still have home court advantage, but I put this squarely on Chris Paul. This is a bad loss for the Suns. You can't lead for like 43 minutes of the game out of 48 and gag it away and have your point God just be so awful down the stretch. Devin Booker has to be irate, and I don't know why they're not going to DeAndre Ayton. But, um, Rob G., am I being too hard on Chris Paul? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, Chris Paul had statistically his worst stretch of games in like a decade. According to Kevin Pell in ESPN, Chris Paul's 15 turnovers over the last three games, most in any three-game stretch in the playoffs since 2012. Okay? The Suns were up by nine points early in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter? In the fourth quarter. Outscored 33-18 to 18 the rest of the way. Well, Booker had five fouls, right? And and they yanked him for a minute, and that gave the door open. But they still had control of the game, Rob. 
Like, I, I want to crush Chris Paul and Monty Williams. I, I don't know how to blame everybody. Listen, the Bucks were at home. The Suns still have home court advantage. I think uh, the Suns haven't lost at home since, was it? No, they, they, they lost a game at home to the, to the paper clips, I'm pretty sure. Yes, they closed they that did. series out in LA. They had to close it out and in they LA. did lose one to the Lakers game two. Um, so it's not like they're unde- unbeatable at home. Now it's the Bucks who haven't lost at home. So if the Suns don't win game five, that's a wrap. Yep. And, and I don't want to make this too much of a hot take because it's not where I'm trying to go to, but this is part of the reason why I was telling you during the regular season that this was all NBA first team Chris Paul. Because as we've seen in this series especially, he is their most important player. I know Devin Booker is the best player. I know that DeAndre Ayton is getting a lot of headlines because he's putting up these big numbers and these big stat lines. But as Chris Paul goes, so go the Phoenix Suns. It's no coincidence that these last two games, he's averaging, you know, uh, what is it, 15 points a game and five turnovers a game uh, against, you know, uh, 15 assists, 16 assists, that they lost both of them. Because for all of Devin Booker's offensive abilities, and he can score with the best of them, his style of play is not exactly making guys better. You know what I mean? Like he he can yeah, score. Shooting guards rarely do. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and it's not just the way that he scores. It's like he's not known as the guy who breaks down a defense the same way that like a Dame Lillard would, or or even, uh, you know, your guy Zach Levine would, and maybe even gets assists that way. That's just not his game. Like he is a scorer. He's a fantastic scorer, but he is a scorer. And what. Phoenix needs is a floor general. What they need is somebody who's going to make sure that uh, Macau Bridges gets a few open shots a game. In this case, he only had four total. He's got to make sure that DeAndre Ayton is engaged the entire game and not finishing three for nine. You know, yeah, and, if and, you go, yeah. And, and and Chris Paul has just not been good the last two mm-hmm. games, and part of it is Milwaukee's defense because there were stretches where they put Chris Middleton on him, and that length really bothered him. Yeah. If you go back and listen to the podcast earlier this week, I mentioned the offensive rebounds as a big factor. I don't know how you combat that. Are you guys ready for the offensive rebound stats? Phoenix Suns, five. Giannis, five. The Bucks, 17. 17 to five edge on the offensive glass. That leads to second chance points. That sometimes needs, leads to wide open threes. You're not going to win games like that. I mean, don't get me started on the turnovers. Okay? The, I mean, just an unbelievable defensive performance by the Bucks. Are you ready for this? Bucks, five turnovers. Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul, five turnovers. Suns, 17. So you 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 lose the turnover battle. You lose the offensive rebounds battle. I mean, you're not going to win that game on the road. Now, is it officially panic time for the Suns? I, listen, guys, they can't stop Giannis, right? He ate whatever he wanted. 26 and 14, 11 of 19. If they get anything from Drew Holiday, the Bucks win this in a laugher. And, folks, the longer this series goes, you have to give the edge to the Milwaukee Bucks. Even though the Suns have a home court advantage, you just have to wonder. This is a game where Chris Paul, 37 minutes, Booker, 39, 8 and 39. They threw the kitchen sink at the Bucks. They led for most of the game, and they choked it away. And I I don't think it's a big deal that Middleton and Giannis played 43 minutes. These guys have been in playoff wars. 
This is nothing new to them. And also, Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis are much younger than Chris Paul. And listen, this is DeAndre Ayton. This is uncharted territory for this guy. Never been in the playoffs. D-Book, never been in the playoffs. I, I, I've got major concerns about the Suns. I still can't believe the Milwaukee friggin' Bucks are going to be NBA champions. If they win the series, <laughs> But it's getting close. It feels that way. Um, Rob, I don't know. Should we even touch on the Bradley Beal situation with Team USA? Uh, He's in health and safety protocols. I don't know. I mean, it's a tough scene for Brad Beal. I mean, he, he, uh, not like they, they're not going to have any shortage of guys who can shoot and not pass on Team USA. Yeah. Shout out Zach Levine and um, Devin Booker will be there in about a week or two. So yeah. they won't miss him as much as his name, you know, would yeah. indicate he I, would. I would just crowbar Zach Levine into the starting lineup and call it a day. Um, but at any rate, Suns Bucks just got super interesting. Now let's pivot to baseball for a really fun interview with Ben Verlander. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy who I work with at Fox Sports, knows baseball as well as anybody. You know, and what do they say about meeting your idol? Like, there is a saying, and we're going to ask our guest today, because he just met Mr. Otani at the All-Star Game, Twitch legend, Ben Verlander. How are you, man? I'm great, man. How are you? Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, thanks a lot for uh, taking the time. I know All-Star Week is a tough one. You just spent the week in Colorado, and you got to meet Otani. Like, I, I honestly was watching it. I was like, this is kind of cool, because you've been talking about him, obviously, for months. And I, just talk me through it. I'm assuming it was it was a pretty special week. Yeah, you know, it, it it couldn't have worked out better. You know, I've I've been talking about him, I'm sure, as you've seen, and probably even get tired of every once in a while. Um, you know, I, I I love the guy. I love everything about what he stands for for the game of baseball, and I've been talking about him for a long time. So it kind of got to this point where, you know, we created a graphic from from my show, and it said the quest to meet Shohei Otani, and then it's like, oh, this is a thing. Like, we're yeah, just, we, it's got to happen now. So, you know, I, I know I'm going to the all-star game and, and we get there and uh, it's, you know, we kind of played it up and it was like, we got, we got to make this happen. Let's just look for him. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then um, I actually have become fairly not close, but I know the angels PR people. So they, they're huge obviously. And, and helping me figure this out. And he was up on the, on the set on the field day and i saw him so i went over there and stood close by right. and i was like oh my god this could happen so the cameras are rolling behind me i'm like going like this the cameras are right behind me i'm like oh my god this could happen and the angels pr people actually pointed at me and called me over and said hey when he comes off we'll put him with you just over there like we'll make it happen and that's actually how it happened that's how this all all ended up is uh they helped me out here and, and we met together on the field and shook hands and Man, I've met I've met so many people in my life, but my heart was freaking pounding yeah. when I met him. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I got to say, like, this is the new media right now. You know, like, this is what fans love to, like, follow you on your quest to meet a guy who is like the modern day Babe Ruth, basically. Right. And, and like following it, obviously, the flipping bats pod and all the stuff you're doing for Fox, like. I think it just registered, like, that's what fans want. The traditional media model of, hi, I'm a reporter. Let me interview this guy. That's dead, right? Like, they want the Ben Verlander experience. Well, that that's exactly what I've come to realize. And, and Jim, I, I never knew that. Like, I was playing a few years ago. I'm, I'm fairly new in all this, so I don't exactly know. I just know 
I I love this game. I love the game of baseball. I am obviously I played at a pretty high level. I know a lot of the guys, but at the end of the day, I love the game of baseball. And what I've started to realize and, and gotten feedback, especially once that video was posted and, and I met him, people like I legitimately had people saying like I was watching this video, like literally in tears. I was so happy for you. And I know how much this meant to you. And I care about this because of you. And it's like people realize that my passion is coming through and they're like happy for me. And, and so you're 100 percent right. It's like before the game was portrayed like this is what happened and this is what happened and this is what happened. And now it's like I'm a fan. I have vast knowledge of this game. I played this game, but I love this game just like you. And here's my experience. And I got to meet this guy and people loved it, man. They really did. I got to say, I obviously forgot to introduce you as, oh, yeah, he played a little bit of baseball besides being a <laughs> Twitch superstar and working at Fox and the flipping bat spot. You did play some baseball. You are related to a guy uh, who's in the majors right now. Um, I, I guess your baseball experience, like how, how far did you go? Um, you know, high school legend, college. Give us all that background. Yeah, so uh, I ended up. I obviously played in high school and moved on and played at a division one college where I actually did both. I went to old dominion university and was a pitcher and a hitter, which is why I think before a lot of people, I, I, I was talking about him before because I, I'm a year ago saying this isn't normal. This isn't normal. I know what goes into this. So I was playing college ball for two years and tried to do it, tried to do the two way player thing. And I couldn't, it was too hard. I was an average D1 player at both. And then obviously there's nothing wrong with being an average D1 player. Yeah. Um, but I, I ended up stopping and becoming a full-time position player and was an All-American my junior year and then got drafted by the Tigers and played professionally for five years in the Detroit Tigers organization. Well, so let's back up. So average as a hitter and pitcher, and then you drop one and it unlocks greatness and you're an All-American. Like, I, I don't as a guy who never was able to play any college sports talk talk me through like what 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 changed so dramatically yeah so you know the reason I chose to go to Old Dominion was because it was a, one of the schools that was going to allow me to do both and that was a big thing for me was was being able to do both I loved doing that and then I get to college and you know I'm I'm having fun I'm I'm doing both I'm pitching I'm out of the bullpen a little bit I had a, a start here and there. Uh, and then I'd play outfield every once in a while. So I wasn't getting the consistent playing time. Um, it was it, it was a struggle. Um, and, and I was OK at both. But you know, I, I, I never want to be OK at anything I do ever, no matter what it is. So after my June, after my sophomore year uh, in our exit meeting, my head coach at the time, Chris Finwood, said, look, I think you need to pick one. I really do. You're not going to get drafted as both. I think you need to pick one and dedicate your time to it. Because what happens is I end up, I, I'm trying to do both, but you end up picking and choosing where you think you can miss out on something else. So like if I'm supposed to be hitting one day, okay, I need to take BP on the field, but maybe I can skip out on this drill and go through my bullpen. It's like you, you don't, you don't allocate your time. It's impossible to do it perfectly. So I ended up dropping it and going into that uh, sophomore summer. All I did was dedicate my time to hitting. And I came back in bigger, stronger, with a better swing and mm. just, you know, had an incredible junior year. And it just made it way easier on me. So before this season, before what Otani is doing right now, I would have told you it's impossible 
to do what he is doing at the major league level because I know what it takes behind the scenes to do it. And, and I would have told you it's impossible at the major league level. Yeah, so how the hell is he able to pull this off? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I've thought a lot about this. And I really think it was kind of the perfect storm because if you're in America and you're coming through our system over here in the way we have it set up, nobody goes straight to the big leagues. Nobody. You start in the minor leagues and there's plenty of there's there's a few guys that will get to the minor leagues as a two way player. But what happens is it shows itself pretty quickly what you're more valuable at. Like the the staff sees it pretty quickly. OK, this guy's probably going to be more valuable as a pitcher or as a hitter down the road. Let's do that. We're going to focus as that. Otani being in Japan and starting in Japan at such a young age and getting to the big leagues in Japan at 18, 19 years old proved he could do it over there. Yeah. So he's doing it on the biggest stage over there. He's an all-star. He's, he's one of the best to ever play in Japan as both. And that's how he decided to come over. He got to the top of his game over there. He proved he could do it over, over there. And he said, I want to come to the States and this is what I want to do. And he was given a shot to do it. And, and, and I truly believe that's why he's able to do it here because he was able to prove himself there. And we, we just don't, we don't see that here ever. So are, will he be a springboard to a bunch of next generation athletes saying, man, I want to do what he's doing. I want to get that opportunity. I know you, like you said, the coaches eventually make you pick one because the focus narrows and you can really become an awesome person at one thing. Um, but do you think this is the beginning of something new? in major league baseball i i hope so mm. because I, I think it's really good for the game of baseball i mean i mean look at look at the game right now i mean there's so many eyes on it that have never cared to watch a baseball game i think it's great for it i i think organizations are going to be maybe a little more willing to try it but i i still think at the end of the day they're going to say okay yeah you know this is where your value is. No, this nobody's in Otani. Nobody's Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. He throws a hundred. He hits balls seven hundred feet. Like that's he's <laughs> he's an outlier. He, he he's not human. Um, so I think teams will be willing to try it. But I I mean even when I got to college or even when I got to pro ball, my swing was a little bit different. I had some certain things that I liked to do in my swing that I was comfortable with. And, and I got, you know, when I got to my first level when I was at single A, um, I was playing well. And, and as soon as I got there, the organization said, you know, we're, we're going to let you try this. Uh, we're going to let you try it and do what you do. But if it doesn't go well, uh, we're going to do, you know, we're going to put our little touch on it. We're going to put our little touch on it. And in my first season, I was an all-star at the break. Oh, wow. And was playing great. And they never, they never touched me, never talked to me. And I struggled in the second half. The season ended. I went to instructional league and they changed my swing immediately and it was done. And it's like in any flash of we were right, they're going to put there. They're going to say, we told you so. Here's what you're going to do now. And and that's what I fear coming up in, in the American system where you grind your way through the minor leagues. Every organization wants to have their little staple put on you and say, we told you so. Now this is what we're going to do. Jeez, yeah, that, it sounds much tougher than the NFL or uh, basketball, right? I mean, baseball sounds like the toughest. Like, I, I, I don't think I've ever really spoken at length to someone about what the minor leagues are like. I've read a lot of stories. Um, it's is it basically like uh, basic training before you become a Navy SEAL? Like, let's weed out the guys who just can't cut it because it's tough. It sounds like it's it's 
It's a business, man. It is, it is, it is a business and it is really tough. And if, if the truth of the matter is, if you're not one of those guys that has a big investment in you, if you're not a top five rounder with a million dollars plus put into you, you, you can't, you can't mess up. Mm. You just can't, you, you have to be on your game at all time because, you know, and you're right. It is different than the NBA and the NFL because there's a lot more rounds yeah. in the draft. So there's a lot more players and, and we don't see that in other sports where there's, you know, there's eight rounds of a minor league system before you get to the top level. So that's where baseball is different. And, and it just becomes this like grind of the best of the best. And if you're a first rounder, and I give you $7 million, you can prove yourself in one month and you're going to be a big leaguer at some point. But if I'm a guy that's drafted in the, let's say the 30th round that was given a thousand dollars on a Jersey, I can't mess <laughs> up once. And it's, yeah. it's, it's such a hard nosed business that uh, it's, it, it really, that was the biggest transition for me from college to pro ball. And, and they can ingrain it in you all they want. It's about the team. It's about winning. It's not, man. And that, that was the hardest transition for me is going from college where it's very team oriented to pro ball where it's numbers on a piece of paper. And if you don't put those right numbers down, mm. you don't have a job anymore. Jeez. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm guessing you're a natural athlete because we work with uh, Conrad, and he said you guys have played golf a lot. We did. You and I played basketball together. I know you're good. Uh, did you play like all sports growing up, or, or was it was baseball the primary focus all along? So I I played a little bit of everything growing mm. up, um, but once it got to the high school level, I kind of stopped and and focused on just baseball, which I I don't know if I can't say I regret it because I. It, worked out fairly well i mean i got fairly high in, in you know in professional ranks and I, I also early in my high school career golfed actually and i ended up quitting golfing because i was worried it would mess up my baseball oh my but, but uh growing up I, I played a little bit of everything but by the time i got to high school i just mm. stopped look it's like i don't know if it's the same i'm, I'm sure it is i know basketball has like a, a aau travel baseball it's year round now and it makes it so tough to be a multi-sport athlete like we used to see with with the best athletes in the world that would say yeah I, I played everything that's why i'm as good as an athlete as i am but it's like if you're doing that now you're behind the eight ball in this sport that you really truly care about which sucks honestly yeah well steve nash lives out near us uh, or used to before he moved out to brooklyn and i ran into him recently playing tennis and he is king of the play all the sports. Get the footwork down, practice everything, don't get burnt out because, you know, nobody really peaks when they're like 15, 16. Nobody who's going to be a pro, right? You're just on the rise. And, you know, like it sounds like most athletes peak probably what, early 20s? Uh, you know, uh, yeah. is that when you were at your best, right? Right after college, maybe? Yeah, that's probably at my best. I mean, the, the best season other than my junior year of college, I, I would say physically. And you know, physically and athletically skilled, I was probably my best around 24, mm. right, right around the 24, 25 age range. Um, all right. So let, let me, before, we'll get back to baseball, but Ben, I got to ask um, Twitch, okay? You are obviously a lot younger than me. Our audience, because I can check the analytics, skews young. So everybody now is like, oh my gosh, Jason's talking to somebody about Twitch. Um, <laughs> ben, I got to say, like, you know, uh, the guy who brought you into Fox, uh, Mike Buckland, brought you into Fox, and I know Buck well, and he's like, dude, this guy has a massive Twitch following. And I'm like, okay, I have the app because I watch uh, Australian basketball on the Twitch app. <laughs> and I went to check out your Twitch feed. But ben, this is like another world to me. Um, to the lay audience, um, how the hell do you go from being a pro athlete uh, in the minors, uh, on the baseball track, and then go Twitch, and then media. How does that work? Talk me through that. Well, so I'm sure you know, and have talked to a lot of people. When when you're playing, you have you do have a lot of downtime, and a lot of athletes play video games. You know, I know a lot of you know, I know a lot of baseball guys that play the show and a lot and and NBA 2K, and I know a lot of basketball players that play 2K and Madden and. It's like you 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 find yourself, you know, allocating your time in, in, in certain aspects. So I was playing a lot of video games. And look, I'm at, I'm at the field. Um, when I played baseball in the Tigers organization, we played 142 games in 150 days, okay, which is insane in itself. Oh, my gosh. So you end up just the, – the only way you get through it is a schedule, and regimented and this is how i go about it, and this is how i go about it and i'm at the field from noon to 11 midnight every day you can't just go home from playing a nine in a game and go to sleep you can't 
um, you, you got to, your, your brain's still going, you kind of got to relax. So what I would find myself doing is getting home, sitting on my couch and playing video games for a couple hours before I went to bed. So I got really good at the show, probably <laughs> better at the show than I am in real life. Oh, real life. get out of here. Come so, on. So, so, uh, so what happened, I, I ended, I stopped playing baseball. I was done with baseball and actually the, the pandemic hit and, my my roommate at the time said, dude, you're really good at this game. You have a good personality. I love Twitch. Do Get on Twitch. And I'm like, eh, what, what am I going to do? Like, I, I don't know. People and are going to watch doing, me play baseball, right? Oh, that was my thing. Like, why why would anybody want to watch me play baseball? And But I, I started doing it and immediately loved it and started building this community of people that clearly – cares about me about what i have to say and it just becomes this community of people and it just grew and grew and grew and uh and and still to this day even you know when i'm out here i still try and stream every every weekday and uh yeah and so it ended up you know the transition into media came when and i i truly believe being on twitch helped me helps me and and it sets you apart right yeah there's no i mean i don't know any other media guys who are huge on Twitch. I, again, I might be ignorant and just not know them, but uh, I'm a little old school. Ben, I don't know any other guys who are on there. Yeah. And, and I, and I, you know that too, but I truly, I, I mean, just, it helps me. And look, I I'm, I'm on a camera. Mm-hmm. I have 20, 50, a hundred, 500 people watching me, asking me questions. I'm talking back to them. I'm entertaining them. And, and I truly believe that helped me. And then the day comes where, I'm flying out to, to LA and, and my agent says, Oh, I'm, I'm good friends with Mike Buckland who you talked about earlier. I'd love to have you talk to each other. And, and I did. And that's how the, the world series watch party came about and, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's just been this crazy like whirlwind of, of, a, of, a, of time, but it's like, I, I truly believe all of it has, has helped me and led me to where I am right now. Yeah. It, it's funny. So Ben and I played basketball one day and then he was telling me about the Twitch. So I decide to go on Twitch and look at him. And I was with my kids who are hip to all this stuff. Right. So I go on there and Ben is like taking shots, talking to these people, answering questions. And my kids are like, he's drinking alcohol. Dad, you, you should do this. You drink alcohol. And, and I'm like, maybe there's something here. And then Ben, of course, I find out he's making a lot of money on Twitch. I'm like, this guy's really crushing it. Um, listen, man, you, you, carve out a niche anywhere you can and like you're you're on fire right now i'm sure a lot of people are like excited that you met otani yeah man well first off so every every friday when i stream i just call it fireball fitness friday (laughs) so it just happened to be a friday that we played basketball and jmac hops in my stream and you know i'm like taking a shot and i don't even drink a ton but on fridays it's you know content the weekend get back baby so I, you know, I like take a shot and I look, I, you know, I'm streaming, I'm playing the game, and I look down at my phone and it's J Mac, and he says, "Hey, what's up, man? I'm in your stream. My kids are watching." And I'm like, "Oh, god!" It was awesome. It was awesome. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, so that. Well, was congrats awesome. on that. I'll, I'll do some rapid fire second half baseball questions. Um, okay. What What the hell can the Angels do to get to the playoffs so Otani can taste the postseason? Uh, somehow acquire a bunch of pitchers that, uh, you know, um, that some, yeah, I, I don't think it's possible with their pitching oh. staff, but pitching, pitching wins. 
in baseball. And they've proven they have one of the best offenses in baseball, and they've proven they just, you know, they don't have the pitching to do it. Uh, New York Yankees, it, just not a great first half. Um, I'm a little concerned. Are they making the postseason? <sighs> no. Oh, my God. No Otani, no Yankees? No, I, I, I don't. Look, there's too, they're, they're talented, but yeah. there's too many good teams in that division. Uh, mm. the, there's no easy wins other than the Orioles. There's no easy wins, and, and I, I've seen nothing from them at this point that says they're going to turn a corner. We're over halfway through the season, and they're not. Yeah. It's just not pretty. You can pick one um, to build your lineup around, Tatis or Vlad. Good question. I mean, they're both 22, and they're both incredible. Hey, everything, just offensively or like no, no, a team? All, your team, yeah, yeah, team. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Tatis. Yeah, I feel, uh, I, I feel like that's probably the move. He just has this yeah. magnetic thing about him. Um, is, is he the next best young player in baseball, or is am I missing someone? No, you're right. I, I think if you if you if you strictly said offensively, who's better? I would go Vlad, but I, it's it's everything. About out Tatis it's the charisma yeah. it's the swag he has swag. he's so cool like I will never be a fifth as cool as he is he plays a premium position he plays shortstop he's incredible yeah. uh, he flips his bat. He, he has so much fun and he's a he's a Latin player that speaks you know is is so good with with the media and it's incredible to see him so he's he's for sure the a face of baseball Astros are on fire do people still hate them for the scandal or is that over I don't hear about as much of it as I used to not over very much so still hate it. oh my gosh uh and I guess I'll wrap up <laughs> how much anger did you get from Yankees fans for your Otani better than Ruth thing uh you know not as bad as really? I thought not as bad as I thought. A lot of people are on the, you know what I got more of was, oh, well, of course, because Babe Ruth was, you know, was eating hot dogs and could, was hitting 70 mile an hour fastballs. Of course, Otani's better. And then there's a few that's like, well, he's the best home run hitter of all time. How dare you? And I'm just like, okay, chill out. Yeah, yeah this is like 95 years ago. He was an amazing baseball. I don't even <laughs> want to go down that path. I mean, we in the NBA, we talk like, what is Patrick Ewing right now in the NBA? Like, does he come off the bench for somebody? Uh, and you look at football players and like, come on, uh, Tom Brady's 40, what, 43, 44. Go look at what 44-year-olds look like in 1977. You know, it's like, come on. And now it's like... Going into into the Super Bowl, there was a side-by-side picture of Tom Brady and some... I I forget. Stabler. I think it was Kenny Stabler of the Raiders. Yeah, and it was like... That guy looked like my grandpa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't want to... Like, Babe Ruth, great player. I don't want to disparage him. I don't want to get baseball fans mad. But, like, this idea that he would dominate right now in baseball is a little bit comical. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you agree or disagree. No, I, I totally agree with that. Okay, it's, yeah, it's we're we're not going to end on bashing Babe Ruth. But anyways, Ben Verlander, follow him on social media. Um, I'm sure you're going to gain at least two dozen Twitch fans from, from this. I don't know. A lot of, I know a lot of people that, that listen to the pod are on there. But Ben, keep up the great stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Jay, thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.